Welcome to Saving the Game. This is our annual New Year's Resolutions bonus episode, recorded Thursday, January 8th of 2015, with your hosts, Grant and Peter. Welcome to Saving the Game. I'm Grant. And I'm Peter. And this is a lack of Brandon. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, some big news for anybody who's been listening to us for a while. Brandon is no longer with Saving the Game. We didn't kick him off or anything. He basically, he had too much going on, which is not a bad thing, because when he started, he had a lot of spare time, because he didn't have a lot going on, and now he is overwhelmed by opportunities, which is fantastic to hear, frankly. Yeah. (laughs) It's good for him, and... Yeah. So we are excited by that, and uh, we do wish him the best of luck. I am sure we'll bring him back on at some point as a guest here and there, but he's not going to be regularly involved with the show. Yeah. And we wish him the best of luck. Brandon, it's been a pleasure. It's been really good having you on these past couple of years. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. Good luck to you, and we'll probably have you on again at some point. So I'm sure. So with that sad bit of news out of the way, I do want to talk about the rest of our Saving the Game community, because it's awesome. Uh, we're recording this episode live, and some of those people will probably trickle in here over the next little bit, which is great. Uh, those people are largely members of the Saving the Game community on Google+, and various people in other groups like uh, The Tavern, which is the Inroads Ministries group over on Facebook. But most of our listeners are fantastic people. I'd even wager that all of them are. Certainly all the ones that I've ever interacted with were. Absolutely. So if you haven't interacted with those people, I'd encourage you to come by our Google Plus group, say hello, introduce yourself, and uh, get to know these people because they are awesome. All right. I don't have any scripture. Do you? No, not for this week. We're doing a bonus episode, so this one's going to be a little bit of a difference from our normal format. A bit different and probably a bit uh, bit looser, shall we say. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we got started a little late. I was having trouble with getting the, the Hangout to work, but so be it. Well, you want to get started on our resolution then? Sure. Um, as we are wont to do, Grant and I have divided these into uh, personal, faith, and gaming. So I guess I'll start off with my personal ones. Okay. All right. So um, I've got a, a subcategory here for health and fitness. I'd like to get down to about 190 pounds. And I would also like to start exercising regularly outside of my job. My job is fairly physical. I do shipping and receiving. But as I'll get to further down in this list, that may not be the thing that I do forever. So I want to get in the habit of moving a little bit when I'm not at work. <laughs> I'd like to, uh, you know what, why don't we alternate a little bit? Why don't you hit one here and Okay. And kind of go back and forth. So I've also got a major health goal. I tried running this past year. It did not go well. Running itself was okay, but I had health issue after health issue, and it I just couldn't keep a steady running schedule. And that got incredibly frustrating because you, you make a little progress on the couch to 5K plan. You're doing okay. You kind of get stuck at a plateau, but... You're hoping to push through it, and then you get sick, and you have to start all over. Yeah. That happened four (laughs) times. On the fourth time, I basically just said, I'm done. I I can't do this anymore, and I gave it up. My goal for this year is to get under 200 pounds or lose 
two inches off my waist. And that's an or because what I'm going to be doing is going to the gym and doing a lot more strength training. So it is possible that what I will see is not so much a weight reduction as a fat reduction. Yeah. Right? Trading fat for muscle, which is great. That's what I want. But that won't necessarily show up on the scale. So I don't want to just focus on this number that isn't changing. Why isn't it changing? Because well, I'm getting healthier, just my weight isn't going down. So be it. Yeah. And I will say just, you know, from experience doing shipping and receiving for a while, once you start to build up some functional strength, you're not going to want to lose it. No. That's one, of the, I, that's one of the reasons why I have the start exercising outside of work regularly thing here is because I like being fairly strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I used to... I used to go to the gym a lot when I was just out of high school and kind of had failed out of the first college I failed out of and was living at home. You know, I was going to the gym a lot and I felt great, loved having that muscle. It felt fantastic. It's just atrophied over the course of 10 years since then. So I really want to get back to that. Well, and you kind of have a desk job, right? So you don't get the yeah. kind of the cheat code that I do at work where... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. And it's not a job where I can really even have something like a standing desk because I've got to have uh, space for people to sit behind me looking at things on my screen or conferencing over my desk and that sort of thing. I just can't even have that sort of cheaty shortcut, right? Yeah. I do get up several times a day to make sure that I kind of stretch out. I've been trying to stay hydrated at work, which is the first part of this. Well, and staying hydrated will cause you to get up to walk to the restroom periodically. So <laughs> Yes, it will. And here's some good news for everybody. I've actually gotten promoted at my job, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm now managing the help desk at the company I work at. Part of that means that I can't just sit at my desk anymore all day and just sort of let things happen around me. I need to get up and interact with the people who I'm now supervising. So that's in and of itself good, right? I mean, it's a little tiny thing, but it'll help just a little bit. Now, the big thing that I have done so far is I'm a little late sitting down here in part because on the way home, I filled out the paperwork and paid for a gym membership. So now you just need to, to get yourself in there, huh? I do. And my plan for that is to go in the morning rather than in the evening. One very good piece of advice I got recently was to do that because are you familiar with decision fatigue? Uh, is that um, when you have to make too many decisions, you just start skipping them if you can? Not really. It's more the idea, and this is something that we're just now beginning to understand. It's the idea that we really only have the resources to make a certain number of decisions throughout the day. Decisions are difficult and we can only make so many in a day. It wears down. So at the start of the day, you have all the resources to make good, rational decisions. By the end of the day, that's all worn out. So you're running more off impulse and instinct. And what I found is I tend to, late in the day, just be like, eh, no, I don't want to do it. No, I'm going to go home. I'm going to be lazy. I'm going to skip it this once. Well, this once every time is not this once. Right. So my goal is to get up Go straight to the gym. It is on my route to work. Work out, shower, and, you know, get ready for work there, and then go on to the office. We'll see how that goes. But anyway, enough about that. Peter, what's your next personal goal? Uh, I'd like to read at least eight books this year. 
Mm-hmm. I've got a couple that I want to finish, so those will be easy. On your recommendation, I've been reading Hyperion by Dan Simons, and I've been enjoying it. So that's that's one of the ones that I want to finish. And then I've got two more that we'll get to down in the faith category. Okay. And then I just I want to kind of read one every six weeks or so. So I, I work for a bookstore. There's no reason I shouldn't be reading more. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that. Mine is actually almost identical to that. I want to read one book a month. Okay. Weirdly enough, I have a massive set of bookshelves behind me. The only time I read a book this year, this entire year, 2014, was when I was very sick and couldn't leave the bed. Well, I feel better about my not reading then. (laughs) Yeah. Because that was about as much reading as I got done, too. I simply didn't make time for it. Yeah. It's terrible. You know, I, I consider myself a, a reader, a bibliophile. Well, you know, if you're not reading books, can't really call yourself that. Well, you can, but then you're a frustrated bibliophile, and that's not nearly as much yeah. fun as just an actual reader. So, yeah, the other piece of this is that my daughter does not see me reading books. Oh, yeah, I can see how you'd want to fix that. So part of my goal is not just to read books, but read books in front of her. So she kind of is like, oh, mommy and daddy also read. And she's excited by reading. She likes it. But I want to really embed it that this is something we do, right? It's not a little kid thing. Right. And it's it's something that grownups do and do a lot of. And, and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. What's your next? One of, the, one of the things that I think I've mentioned on the podcast is I do a little bit of volunteer work with the local food pantry. I'm kind of a unofficial IT person there. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get the inkling that perhaps, and I would have to talk with some of the other uh, folks on the board there before I could really go ahead with this, but perhaps they could benefit from a server. They have kind of a, just kind of an ad hoc network over there right now. Uh huh. And this uh, database file that they use for a lot of their work is just stored on one of the director's computers. So I'm thinking that, you know, that maybe should be on a server that's kind of centrally located in the network and yeah, some other stuff like that. So I'm going to see if I can do some gentle arm twisting and see if maybe I can get that in there. The network would only have like, I think there's only about 10 computers in there. If that many, it might be more like eight. So it's not like it would need a super high powered machine. Might even consider donating the server if... Uh, yeah, you can get by with a workstation hardware set up there. It just... Yeah. Maybe even software. You don't... I mean, it's not like you're going to be setting up a domain there, are you? Probably not, no. Yeah, so... <laughs> it basically just needs to host some files, and that yeah. needs to be its only job. So. Yeah, that should not be too terribly hard, but you're right. It, it is something that I'm sure they would greatly benefit from. Kind of linked to that. I think I'm on track to finish my network security degree this year, so I would oh, like good. to do that. I'm off to a good start with that. I start my first class for this year in about a week and actually about the same time this episode will drop, I think. Ah, so there we go. Maybe I actually, no, it, these things drop, what, about three weeks after we record them? So Two and I'll, a half. I'll have been in class for maybe a week when this drops. It'll drop on the 27th. Okay. I think I maybe start the prior week but fair enough yeah whatever i math badly anyways it's it's coming up later this month okay writing (laughs) because i do some of that i would like to get into sojourn volume three i've been in one and two so we just got the theme released it's memories this year so i gotta see if i can figure out something to do with that yeah 
I also want to see if I can get the rough draft of a novel written and then just kind of keep my eye open for other opportunities to write stuff. I do the Saving the Game blog between episodes and see if I can maybe get something on inroads or you know, something similar to that. So how about you? What other uh, personal ones do you have? Right. So my big one kind of for winter, spring and summer is to revamp our yard. Our house has a very ugly, messy yard. It hasn't been taken care of. I mow it irregularly at best because I'm a terrible human being who is also a fat beard and sweats a lot and hates it. Well, you also live in the South, so... Yeah, and a push mower to do a very large yard just isn't fun. So part of my goal is actually to reduce the amount of grass that we have because the grass goes all the way up to the house, which isn't very good for the house. So I want to mulch out from there, put in a number of bushes and shrubs to get privacy, make it look nice, etc., and reduce the amount of grass I have to mow. Cheating a little, but hey, whatever. I, these all sound like very worthy goals to me. Fill in a few places here and there, uh, redo the area around the porch, and you know, put in some planters. Chrissy, my wife, wants to do a vegetable garden. Oh, that's cool. Not a, a big one, just a planter-based garden just to grow a few things. And we use bell peppers and tomatoes almost every week. So it'd be nice to have some fresh ones that we grow ourselves that we're not paying the grocery store for every Well, week. plus garden tomatoes are among the best things ever. We I've heard they're very good. <laughs> one of one of my coworkers is like this crazy master gardener. Uh, yeah, I got one of those too. Every fall, tomatoes just start showing up in the break room. Yeah. These wonderful homegrown heirloom tomatoes and yeah. Oh, I got a few more. I need to learn to manage well at work. And this is not, this is half resolution, half job requirement at this point. Right. But I do want to become a good manager, not just a guy who kind of ended up in that position. That's definitely a worthy goal. On a more fun note, and I'm calling Mike Perna out on this, he and I have had this idea for a podcast, another podcast, bouncing around for months now. We haven't been able to get it off the ground. My goal is to kick it off this year. Okay. The rough idea that we have right now is essentially something to sort of like Crucible of Realms, where they build a world and populate it with figures and name things and just sort of have a setting created. And they actually write it up as a Creative Commons document that you can use for whatever. Uh, or also like the uh, the Sharkbone Sandbox, where they're doing the same sort of world creation. Okay. This would be basically creating an item of some sort, a MacGuffin, and creating story hooks and seeds around it that people can go nuts with. That sounds cool. Probably be hosted or at least published through Inroads. It'd be kind of an Inroads production, uh, not a sub podcast of Saving the Game or anything like that. But it's something that we've been interested in and we just haven't been able to do it. Mike has been filling out a whole bunch of paperwork for uh, uh, 501c3 for Inroads trying to get them all legal and everything. Yeah, I, I saw like this kind of dismayed sounding social media post about just all the paperwork. So yes, turns out when you say, hey, I run a thing that shouldn't pay taxes, there's a lot of paperwork. Yeah. So and speaking of podcasts, I have a number of improvements I want to make to saving the game, which are very much on my New Year's lists. Um, the first one, I really want to have more guests on this year. And that's only made more urgent by us losing Brandon starting this episode. 
Well, we've definitely got some good ones in mind. <laughs> we do, and I'm excited about it, but I need to make sure that those happen, are scheduled, etc. I have been somewhat bad about that in the past, and I need to really make sure that that is on the calendar well ahead of time when we have a good schedule of guests, and that they don't all bunch up in one part of the year, which is my other problem. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, we should start having guests on, and I schedule a couple and then we go months without having more on. I need to spread them out and make it more interesting. Manage that piece of it better. I do want to rework the website. This sounds terrible, but I really want to vastly increase our listenership. I want to double it okay. by this time next year. And that sounds, you know, terribly self-promotional. Oh no, I want to double our numbers. Well, yeah, but we don't make any money from this or anything. No, no. This is... And if I have done that, it's because we are reaching more people and we're producing a show that appeals to more people and, you know, excites them and interests them and gets them listening more often, right? It's it's not, hey, I'm going to start spending money on marketing. It's, hey, let's let's really try and put some effort into the show to turn it into something people, more people tune into. We have a great core group of listeners and I love them dearly. They are amazing people. I want more of them because yeah. they're so awesome. <laughs> more like these ones, yeah. And one other thing, and this is a little bit of a pipe dream, especially if the other podcast takes off, but I really want to start an actual play series for saving the game. <sighs> yeah, I know you don't, or at least you don't want to be on it. I, uh, It's going to really depend on what it is, I think is pretty much the... Yeah, well, my thought is I may do it with listeners. Yeah, yeah, that could be cool. And we'd have to see how it goes, but if we could do it, it would be interesting. Yeah, my my biggest misgiving was I just didn't want our existing game APIized. When you said oh, that that no, was no, going to no, stay no, no. like a social game, that that really took most of my objections with it. My my long sigh was really more just like, okay, let's see here. Tuesdays are usually taken up by meetings for the volunteer work that I do, and <laughs> Thursdays yeah. is this and. No, listen, like, if you need to sit out, that's perfectly eh, fine. I, I definitely would be interested in helping. I just, yeah, we'll have to do some scheduling wrangling. Yeah, I may not be able to do it, frankly. I've got a good job, a daughter, a house to take care of, a wife who occasionally likes to see me. I've got this other pipe dream of a podcast, and the one I'm currently doing, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I think you're really starting to turn into the character in the do-all-the-things meme. Yeah. I think that's everything. I actually have one last one okay. under personal, and that's check in on my resolutions and keep track of them more regularly. Mm, yeah. I hear that. So. I'm really bad about it. <laughs> yeah, so have I it. been in the past. So I'm hoping maybe trying to publicly formalize that I want to keep track of them may help. Probably not, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Faith ones. I see that we both have regular church attendance. <laughs> yes, we do. And maybe this is just a reaction to Christmas. But my attendance for services gets really, really bad around Christmas. Yeah. And it shouldn't. I really enjoy Christmas. I enjoy going to Christmas services. But especially with my wife doing costumes for the church and the nativity there, she was up till three in the morning getting four hours of sleep for a week trying to get that done because the, you know, they kind of had some feature creep and design creep going on and various different issues there. And so, you know, Sunday rolls around and Chrissy's still asleep at nine o'clock. I'm beat because I'm staying up with her, helping her out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we fully intended to go to our church's 
midnight, you know, candlelight Christmas service this year, and we were asleep by the time that happened. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd had to go in at work. You know, I got up at 6 a.m. to get into work that day because, you know, I work in retail, and I was done by the time that came around. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. in my 20s anymore. <laughs> my fuel tank runs out. Yeah, so I need to go regularly and make that a priority. It is a priority, but it's one that I occasionally feel like we can just be like, eh, no, let's skip it. And sometimes it's, well, Rachel's really tired looking. I don't know. She's kind of whiny. Do we want to go? I'm feeling pretty tired. I haven't seen much of you. Why don't we just not? Yeah, we got to go to church. Yeah. Okay, so I'd like to, I started reading like a eight-month or one-year Bible plan last year, mm -hmm. and I was really making some good headway, and then that just kind of fell off the priority list and got neglected. So yeah, I want to pick up where I left off and see if I can finish this year. Okay. I really should have something like that on my list. It's been on there every time before, and I haven't done it. So either it's never going to happen or it's something I really need to do this year. I'm not sure. The big one for me relating to church, second really only to the church attendance one, is volunteering and starting to put time and talents to use for other people. Uh, saving the game is, in a way, a ministry. But there are a lot of people, especially in the Greenville area, who need a lot of help. And our church does a ton of community outreach, and I don't participate in any of it. And I really want to change that this year. Oh, I definitely enjoy the stuff that I do with the food pantry, so hard to argue there. It's definitely a thing that we as Christians are called to do, and I know I, at least in a little bit of limited experience I've had doing it, I've found that it feels good to help out. So Yeah. What else for you? I got a couple of uh, Christian books I want to finish reading. Um, this is what I alluded to earlier. I want to finish reading Making Sense of the Bible by Adam Hamilton and Unclean by Richard Beck. Uh, mm -hmm. And then start poking at the rest of the stuff that Derek White keeps adding to my to-read list because I follow him on social media. Yeah, Derek uh, has probably doubled my list as well. Yeah. I mean, how does he manage to—can he just, like, absorb books by touching them or something? I mean, it, it seems like a power he'd have. Yeah, it really does seem like a power he'd have. There we go. You heard it here first, folks. Derek White, superhero. Yep. All right. Uh, my other resolution is to— continue to attend the men's group meetings at church. Uh, there's a men's group that meets every Wednesday. I got a lot out of it, and it's going to pick up later on this year, and I really am excited about going to that again. And that will also, I think, help with regular church attendance and other things, because those are a group of men who are heavily involved in the church themselves. Lots of good perspectives there on a lot of things. We tend to talk about some pretty heavy stuff, which is nice. So I'm excited about getting back into that. I want to maintain that and make time for it. That definitely sounds like something good to be involved with. The men's group at our church just does a monthly breakfast, and that's usually pretty good, but I'm a little jealous listening to your description. Let's put it that way. Yeah. The other thing that I just remembered is I've had conversations with two different people at the church about setting up a, a church gaming event. So that's something that I need to kind of investigate further. So are you going to try and go straight for the, the RPGs, or are you going to lead them in with board games and no, stuff? No, I'm thinking board games, because they're more accessible, and they don't require a commitment, right? Yeah. I'm thinking something, you know, people come in and try some new board games, things like that. Well, you get Pandemic and Dominion in there, and... Well, Pandemic alone, I think, sells people on it, because it's, wait, you can cooperate in a board game? This is really interesting. This requires a lot of thought. It's, I mean, there's luck, but it's all about 
managing luck and managing risk, not yeah, it's... saying, all right, I'm rolling the dice and <sighs> all right. Pandemic is such a fantastic game, too. It's a really well-designed game. It is. And the nice thing about it is once you kind of get good at it, because it is very possible to play with a group of people who've been playing for a while and really know how it works and just run it like a machine, barring catastrophically bad luck. But the expansions add a lot of difficulty to it for those people, but the base game is great for new players. But uh, that's something I need to investigate a bit more this year. Now, do you have a lot of folks that are kind of of the age where that would be interesting to them? Like our age and younger, I guess, is probably a good way of putting it at your church. You know, or... the youth group at church is pretty good. It's a very intelligent group of kids, which is really very nice. And when I say kids, everything yeah, it, it, 14 There needs on up, to be probably. another name for people younger than us, but Listen, I'm, aren't I'm actually over children. 30. I'm over 30, you know, it's... I think they're all kids now, right? I think I'm, I'm closing in that. on 40 here, so believe yeah. me, I understand. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, the, the youth group is really good, and then, you know, the, the whole 20-something crowd is very good as well. And there are a few people our age uh, with young kids who I think would welcome a break and welcome something new and interesting. So yeah, Some of them may work. already be gamers, and you just may not know it, too. Well, I know a couple of people who are. One guy came up to me, he's like, oh, yeah, you, you said... You play RPGs. This is when I first joined the church. You said you play RPGs when you uh, were being introduced. That's that's cool. Uh, yeah, I've been gaming since first edition. Wow. All right. Sweet. This Got guy must have been what late fifties, early sixties. Uh no, no, he was he's a bit younger than that. He's got a teenage daughter. Huh. He must have started gaming really young. Well, I think so. D and D is like forty years old now, isn't it? Uh yeah. Wow. Okay then. Anyway, speaking of gaming. Peter, you have gaming resolutions. I do. Um, I got a couple of games that I kickstarted this past year that uh, the rewards should be dropping this year, so I want to try those out when they arrive. Uh, I supported the Vow of Honor system and Feng Shui 2, so looking forward to those arriving. And then I think we we both went in for Ken Heights Dracula dossier, so it'd be fun to do something with that too. Once yeah, I didn't drops. actually get a chance to back the Kickstarter. Oh, I am hoping okay. that when it goes when it becomes available through Pelgrain, I'm I'm hoping to pick it up. Then. Oh, okay. But we hit a very tight spot financially. I just I could not spare anything for that, especially because like a good bibliophile, I wanted the hardbound, good-looking version, but, right? You know, the physical copies. The PDFs just were not going to cut it, and it was something like a hundred dollars for that. Yeah, the exchange rate will get you on that one. I just uh, could not swing it. <laughs> like a good cheapskate, I just went for the PDF version. I was like, eh, I got a nine-inch tablet. That'll be all right. I really like owning the book. I like having it in paper form. Just There's something awesome about it. And that's probably because I've got 40 shelves of books behind me. <laughs> I don't have as many books as you do, but I I definitely enjoy owning them myself. I just pragmatic about financial stuff like that, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Speaking of books, one of my goals this year, and this is one of Chrissy's goals as well, is to finish recataloging all of our books. We have a library thing account that we use to catalog and organize all of our books so that we know what we have. Yeah, didn't you guys buy a barcode scanner to help with that? Yes, actually, that was our Christmas gift last year. Nerds. I'm I'm actually very proud of you. <laughs> I'm every bit as nerdy as you are. It just 
you have a computer that you are using right now that I built from components. I know. I can't call you a nerd. And it's got a barcode scanner in the desk drawer underneath it. See, Just waiting go. to scan all of these books. Uh, ironically, the only things I've got scanned in right now are the theology and mythology shelves. We have a lot of shelves left to do, and the problem is we keep picking up books. So You're competing with Ken Height now, aren't you? No, not yet. He's all, Well, he's a little older than you are, so he's got a head start. And he goes to more interesting bookstores. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway, that's a, a bit of a tangent. You've got Val of Honor and Feng Shui too. What yep. else? Also uh, Gumshoe in there, so that was... We kind of touched on that. I'd like to resurrect the GURPS game that we had going, too, but unfortunately, I think I may need to cut one of the player characters because one of our players is very busy and had some other life stuff, so I'm not sure she'll be able to join us, which makes me sad, but... I don't know. I'd like to get her back in, because I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I would like to get her into a game. I would, too. Every time I've gamed with her, it's been a lot of fun. She adds a lot to a gaming oh. group. Absolutely. And I think also she'd probably like to have a game to yes. <laughs> break out yeah. of things. But that's a conversation we'll have to have with her. Yeah. So mine is one that I don't think you're going to like very much, and that's to try and wrap up the Savage Run, the Savage Shadow Run campaign that we've been playing. Try and wrap that up this year. Yeah, I've got Talk You Out of Wrapping It Up as one of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wrap this up does not mean just, you know, kind of end it. I mean... Bring it to a fantastic, climactic end where everything gets resolved and everything is awesome. Yeah. I. Whenever this thing does end, I think this character sheet is getting framed and stuck someplace. That's fair. It, it's been a great game. I have learned a lot from it. I've really enjoyed it. But I don't want it to turn into one of those games that drags on forever and ever with characters getting more and more powerful. You're trying to avoid jumping the shark, basically. Well, not even that. I played in a ongoing D&D campaign for years where it was kind of an adventure of the week game and the GM had a plot but it was more like and the GM says some stuff happened and then it's back to adventure of the week. Okay. The thing is we did this and then we did another game that ended up being exactly like that one even though he promised it was going to be completely different. He brought those two together because they were happening simultaneously theoretically. And right as we were about to do that kind of final, hey, everything's coming together bit, we ended the game. Hmm. I've I've seen games just drag on for too long, and it's not been healthy. And this is not the only game I've seen do this, obviously. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've also heard of long-running ones that have gone on for years and years and actually sure. been really good, too. So, and, and there's something to be said for those. I'm not sure the Shadowrun game can be that. Well, honestly, I think as long as we keep our existing gaming group, we should be fine regardless of what we run. I mean... Yeah, no, and that, and that's the thing. I want to keep the group together, but there are a lot of different things I want to try, and yeah. the Savage Shadowrun game is good for some of those, but not all. There's definitely a lot of stuff that I'd like to try, too, so... Uh, and I do want to keep running games, because I have a blast with that. So. Well, and you've kind of found that you're good at it, too, so... Yeah, yeah, yes. We've we've been happy anyways. <laughs> I mean, it sounds silly, but... Now you've discovered a talent you have. Yeah, it's it's something I enjoy. And you guys will call me out on things when I'm when things don't go well, and that hasn't happened very much, so clearly things are going okay. Yeah. I've been in a game where, you know, I was that good of friends with the other players. 
I don't think I've ever been in a game where the characters themselves were that good of friends, and that's been a really fun dynamic to play with. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the kind of setup I like because it's it's kind of that pulpy, you know, hey, we're all buddies kind of thing. Having these wild, crazy adventures together. It's fun because it breaks down that barrier somewhat between character and player. You're just having fun together. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about, you know, oh, well, you know, we're having fun together. But no, he's scowling and no, he doesn't like you. No, no, we're having a blast. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You all like each other. You've all been doing this stuff together for years. You're like, in a, you know, you're like a veteran military unit that, you know, is joshing each other around in the barracks and stuff. It's exactly yeah. so. Uh, what the new game would be, I'm not sure. It might be Rogue Trader. It might be a 5th edition D&D game. It might be something else on my list. I don't know. I don't know if I want to try and get the Inspector's game back up. I don't know. That, that was that was a lot of fun. But once again, that's that includes that player that we'd like to get back but has been having yeah, scheduling difficulties. it does. And also, it's, it's a lot less formal than the other game. Yeah, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I would have to look at my bo- bookshelf and see what else I want to run. I don't know. We'll see. I am looking forward to the GURPS game coming back. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that going again, too. I have some fun ideas for that. It'll be interesting playing the character that I have who doesn't have a physical body and yeah, is kind the- of interacting entirely through the other players, uh, just because that'll be an interesting challenge for me. Grant has put together an artificial intelligence as the player character for this. So his body is a server farm and he's not going on the missions physically. Yeah. That should be a very interesting dynamic with because the other player characters are like a mage, a ninja type character and kind of a gunslingery type. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to have a, an artificial intelligence in with these very physical, tactile kind of characters and... It'll be a, an interesting challenge for me as a GM to integrate that well, so. Yeah, it'll be fun. What other things have we missed? I think I've got everything on my list out there already. Yeah. Oh, I have a short story that I need to finish. I don't think it's suitable for Sojourn necessarily, but I do need to finish it up. I've gotten a tiny bit of the way into it, but I actually have an outline for this. It's the first story I've ever written where there's an actual outline. I still haven't done that, so you're ahead of me. Well, I need to buckle down on it because I tend to have scenes in my head that I want to write and flesh out, and anything outside of those scenes, I have real trouble writing. I'm not as good a writer as you are in the sense that I don't have the mechanics for it and I don't have the habits. Well, I don't <laughs> I don't have a lot of habits and stuff. I've Well, no, I mean, you can the- you can say today I am sitting down and writing. I cannot do that. I have tremendous trouble doing that. Yeah, but I don't have as many distractions in my life as you have in yours either. Notably, I don't have children, so... Yeah, but you know what? She goes to bed at 8. I go to bed at 11. Fair enough. I have windows where there are no distractions except the ones in my head, and those turn out to be plenty. It's a muscle. It'll strengthen as you use it. I hope so. Anyway, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's it for me too. Unfortunately, due to our technical difficulties, we didn't get any uh, listener participation this time which kind of makes me sad but well i think i forgot to turn the q a app on when i started the hangout the emergency backup hangout as it were <laughs> yeah. uh so i tell you what instead of handling those live here's what i want anybody who's listening now or when this episode drops to do i want you guys to go to our website savingthegamepodcast.org and over on the right side scroll down just a little bit you will see a google plus community 
And you can click on that and go to the Google Plus community. And in the comments on this episode, I want you guys to list out your resolutions and see what the rest of the community can do to help you out. Because one of the big things for resolutions is getting other people to hold you accountable. And it helps a lot. Yeah. Did we ever give our final total on the charity drive? Uh, no, we got up to $310. We more than doubled our goal. We did. And it was awesome. So thanks to everybody who donated to that. And uh, I don't really have anything else. Grant, do you or? Uh, no, I don't. I do want to thank everybody who donated. It's huge help. Jack was very thankful for it. The Bodana Group is not only working on a book, the, the book that we've talked about off and on, kind of describing using RPGs for clinical therapy and kind of home therapy in certain ways. They're also working on a therapeutic game of their own now. So that's pretty awesome, and I'm very interested to see what they come up with. We did get one comment in the uh, the event from Tim Martin. It says, saving the game's new 2015 resolution. I resolve to give Google what for. Uh, here, here. <laughs> yeah, seconded. Put on fighting trousers and points to anybody who gets that reference. <laughs> all right, Professor Elemental. Ah, I love it. All right, from all of us here at Saving the Game, have a good one. God bless. Happy gaming. And we'll catch you next time. Happy 2015, everybody. This podcast episode is a production of Saving the Game and may be redistributed under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, non-derivative license, so long as appropriate credit is given. Our music is by Ryan Humphrey. Saving the Game is syndicated through inroadsministries.com, rpgpodcasts.com, stitcher.com, and iTunes. To hear past episodes and to connect with us or our community of listeners, visit our website at savingthegamepodcast.org. God bless, and happy gaming.